0: you're listening to the Moms Working Overtime Podcast, the community of women you've been searching to find for so long. We bring together our mamas in waiting, brand new moms, stay-at-home moms, working moms, and the moms who maybe just have a little bit more experience than the rest of us. We're all here for community support and finding ways to show up better for our families each and every day. I'm so grateful that you're here and I hope you love what you find on today's episode. Welcome back to the Moms Working Overtime podcast. Welcome back for your pep talk, Mama. I am so excited for the episode that launched last Thursday, my interview with Sierra Crowley. I hope that you've been able to check it out. If you have, I know that you've loved it. It's impossible to not love her. And she's just so knowledgeable. And I'm just excited to see what collaborations can come in the future and how much more you all can learn from her. So definitely go listen to that episode if you missed it. And from now on, if you missed the conversation last Monday, Thursdays are going to be interviews. I'm going to be bringing in some of the incredible mamas that I'm blessed enough to know and allow them to share their stories, their experiences, their knowledge, and just be another voice here on the Moms Working Overtime podcast to help us all show up a little bit better for our families each and every day. So super exciting things happening. Now, Something that I've been working on more than ever, honestly, since I became a mom, so a little over a year now, that leads into today's pep talk. And the reason I'm here with you is I've been working on the word no. (laughs) I used to be really terrible at it. I would go 90 miles per hour from the moment I woke up, which was around 4 a.m. until the moment I crashed, which was midnight or 1 a.m., Don't even talk to me how terrible that was for my sleep because I am really aware, (laughs) but I knew this wasn't sustainable when I was expecting our first and starting to think about the future. I knew, I'm not going to be able to show up as a good enough mom if I keep doing this, if I keep running myself into the ground like this. Now I'm still guilty of this. Don't get me wrong. I have an addiction to productivity. Almost. I have this constant need to be on the move. I'm really bad at just sitting. And I know I've talked to you all about how I've identified that I define my own self-worth through work and output, but I'm really learning the power of no. And how good it feels to be more selfish with not only my time and energy, but protecting the time and energy of my family. And I really want, as our family grows, I want our children to have a little bit of space to breathe as they grow up, in both a literal sense and a figurative sense, actually, because we moved back to our small town to raise our family for that reason as well. But just to have some space, to not feel like we're constantly go, 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 go. And I really don't want to pass this need to define work through output and defining their self value through how productive they are throughout the day. I don't want to pass that on to my children. I want them to understand the value of both work and that purposeful rest that we've talked about. So this pep talk today is for the mamas that feel overscheduled, exhausted, and burnt out from the war that they're really battling and probably feel like they're losing with their calendar. I mean, think about it as an adult, you and I, how exhausting does it feel to be over scheduled? First is work. We have work, we have caring for our children's direct needs, and that typically takes up the majority of our week. But then there's managing the home, rushing to and from activities Managing what's left of your social calendar now that you have kids. If it's like mine, it's dwindling. Trying to keep up with friends through text conversations that end up spread out over days for just a few messages. Planning meals, scheduling grocery pickups. Scouring online shopping sites for deals because it sneaks up on you that your kid's the next size up. It's all of these things that are constantly on our to do list, constantly filling our calendar. How exhausting does that feel as adults? So we feel this way, and yet we have the capacity for the most part (laughs) to manage and execute on all of it. It just makes me think. And as I was preparing for this podcast, I'm like, man how overscheduled are children these days? And what kind of impact does that have on them? Knowing what kind of impact it has on us, what does it do for them? And I understand that as moms, really as parents, your significant other is in this with you. You want your children have the best of everything. You want them to have a shot at all the things that they want to get involved in, everything they get invited to. You want them to be able to be there. So we just enroll them in all these different sports and dance and theater and scouts. I mean, you could name anything, anything that comes to mind for you. You enroll them in all of these things. We plan these play dates. We rush them off to every birthday party, every invite that they get. You travel weekend after weekend after weekend, Just to get them more playing time. To be a part of whatever it is that they were invited to be a part of. And we run everyone into the ground. Then you start another week and you do it all over again. When I think about all of this and when I think about the moms that I work with one-on-one, I understand why you feel so burnt out, mama. And I bet your kids feel really burnt out sometimes too. The other side of this conversation that is such a struggle is that when we do slow down and provide idle moments for our children, we almost pay for it because they don't know what to do with it. They haven't sharpened that skill set of imagination, that skill set of self-entertainment. They need constant stimulation. They need constant attention. They need something on the calendar that tells them what they're supposed to do now, right or wrong. So what ends up happening usually is we slow down, we give them idle moments, we spend a day at home and they act out. They drive us insane. And we decide because we're losing our mind that well the solution must be, I need to keep them busy. Before you even consider tackling the beast that is your own overscheduled family, this is what I want you to remember. You are not denying your children opportunities or relationships or experiences by saying no every once in a while. And as with most things, there's this effort to strive for that impossible balance of it all, right? Things like team sports, school events, organized clubs. I get it. They build character. They teach a lot of valuable skills. But it's also important for our children to have rest. It's important for our children to learn to work through moments of boredom. To value those moments of simply sitting at home with the family. Mama, you do your child a favor when you protect their time and energy by saying no for them. And it's okay that they're going to miss out on some things. Because you see, as parents... The way I see it in self-assessing this, and this is in myself too, I struggle with everything right alongside you all. We almost develop FOMO for our children. FOMO being fear of missing out. If, if that went over your head there, I apologize. We develop this fear of missing out for our children. Honestly, is it them who's so afraid of missing out or is it us afraid that they'll miss out? We want our kids to be invited on all the elite sport teams. We want them to be the star of the show at the dance recital, to win the awards, to be recognized by the coaches, the other parents. We want them to fit in. Everyone wants their kid to be popular, well-liked, to do well in school. Most of all, we want validation from these things that we've done a good job with them, that we've produced this positive result. But at the expense of what? What we're afraid of is that they'll resent us or miss out on something and it'll be our fault when actually what I believe is that your children will appreciate more of of this about you when they grow up. They'll appreciate that they had to hear no sometimes, that they had to learn to operate more independently where maybe their friends didn't have to. The fact that their mom taught them to be strong-willed and that we don't just follow the crowd. We always do what's in the best interest of our family unit. Those things, they will look back and say, man, I'm really grateful that my mom taught me that. I'm really grateful that my parents made that a priority because as much as those things build character and skills and values, moments of idleness build character through establishing the importance of faith of prayer, of spirituality, whatever that is in your family. Do you really make time for that when you're rushing from thing to thing to thing? Idleness allows you to make this a priority and instill this value in your children. Idleness allows you to demonstrate for them how to properly prepare nutrient-dense meals, to have time to be in the kitchen together and let them make that mess. Sierra and I just talked about that. I struggle with this more than anything, but take the time to let them make the mess and learn with you how to prepare foods that properly fuel their body. You'll build character with them through getting outside for family movement together, setting the example of taking care of your body so that they learn to take care of their body, sitting down for family dinners, checking in on each other's day, actually valuing each other's company, Maybe it's competing in family game nights on the living room floor and everyone's in pajamas and there's no photos or videos on social media. There's no pressure to be anything but themselves with you. It could be performing household chores, which gives you, mama, some help around the house, but it also shows them and teaches them how to take pride in their space. When you have the time through idleness to make these things a priority, it's teaching them to value rest as much as productivity and reassuring them that they can and should make rest a priority. There's so many perks to slowing down and just letting our children be children. And like I said, this is like most things, it could go drastically one way or the other. And I totally get that. But if you are feeling overscheduled, Exhausted and burnt out from the go, go, go of your calendar. First of all, your children are probably feeling it too. But second of all, maybe it's time to start saying no every once in a while and saying it with confidence because that's the real kicker. My reminder to you always well, first of all, it's never going to be perfect. Okay, we come here just to show up a little bit better each and every day, it's never going to be perfect, but we can make the effort together. My reminder to you always though, is that you're doing an amazing job, mama. Listen to your intuition and remember that you know what's best for you and your family. We'll talk soon. If you loved this episode of moms working overtime, do me a favor, share it on social media or send it to another mom to remind her that you love her and that she's doing such an amazing job. There's nothing more incredible that we can do in this community than remind other mamas of their strength. I'm so glad you were here today and just know that I appreciate you an overtime amount.